You're listening to Fortnite Podcast with your host, Too Loud TX and Monster Defense. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Podcast. I'm your host, Too Loud TX, and here with me today, the one, the only, the man that I'm still trying to get a painting for to hang behind me here in my new room, my buddy, Mr. Monster Deface. What's going on, bro? Yep, talking about paintings, man. I am in the final steps of my next artwork masterpiece. Ooh, I can't wait. Yes. You had this you had the stencil done for a while. So I've been yeah, waiting because yeah. you've had this stencil it, it, done. I'm waiting process. to see what it's yeah, it's it's all a process, man. You know, and, and I'm a bit of a perfectionist when it comes down to the canvases. Like if I'm not a hundred on it, I'm like, you know, <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm almost done with with, a, with the next piece, though. You're gonna like this one. I'm excited for it. Like you said, I know you've had that stencil. You've been working on it for a while. It took you a long time. You told me about you know how long it took you to do it. You've talked about it on stream a little bit about you know you got it coming. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. I didn't understand really like. I guess like that side of art until I saw the first time you did it, where you did your video on the skull trooper, that painting that's behind you. And mm. I was like, Holy crap. Like this is straight, like, like almost like math work. You got to cut the certain yeah. way, have the layer <laughs> this certain way, do this. Like yeah. uh, how long did it take you to learn that? Uh, to learn it. So it's funny. Like my first stencil ever was like a toilet. I swear, for some reason, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like uh, the the person that was showing me was like, just draw something and then try and cut it out. Think of it like shadows. So I drew a toilet. I don't know why. That's <laughs> the first thing I did, and uh, oh I cut gosh. it out. It was so like it was so basic, but that led to me taking a magazines, and then I would cut the face of the magazine right as it as a a starter, and I was like, okay. oh, I could do a face. Oh, I can do the hands of this model. And that slowly led to me gaining the confidence to, okay, I'm going to take someone's actual photo and do them. And that, ah. yeah, that led to me gaining immense confidence to like, oh, I can do any picture I want. Right. And, right. And now I know the, the fine arts of, you know, crafting together a stencil piece by piece. But it, but it was a very, you know, slow step. You just got to stay consistent, like anything. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it blows my mind about how I keep finding these other things you know how to do. I mean, <laughs> I promise it's, it, it's, it's absolutely unreal. Uh, we've been doing this for almost, you know, over a year basically together and every week talking and talking past the podcast. And I'm just like, this dude has something else he does, something else yeah. he's learned, <laughs> a different game he play. I mean, you know, yeah. from a mobile genius to a painter, like I don't even, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I, it. It blows my mind. Going all the way from uh, from the Bronx, learning everything in the world, teaching yourself everything to where you are today. It's, it's just unbelievable. Well, as always, guys, I typically will tell you, hey, this show's brought to you by somebody. If you didn't catch last week's show, the show's not brought to you by anybody anymore besides me and Monster. And we have, right. some plan, we have some plans to further that. Uh, some other things we're coming up with. I meant to get around to having this finalized for you guys this week, but I didn't. Um, if you see this video, whether it be on my YouTube channel or somewhere else, uh, I'm going to take some of these clips and hopefully put some of the YouTube or s some of the podcast clips up on my own YouTube channel going forward. And I finally got my room done. Monster said it turned out a lot, a lot better than where we were. Oh, it's, it's so it's, nice. By the time you guys see this, it's nice, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> It, it, it's a, it's it's pretty cool and I, i'm really enjoying it and taking the time i had no idea what the time investment was 
to get things ready and prepped and together and working and cameras and all that kind of stuff. So hopefully uh, I can bring you guys some good content on that. But yeah, we'll have we'll have those on here. But we, we do have something really cool we want to announce coming up that's going to be uh, me and Monster presenting to you guys. So hopefully uh, you guys will stick around and also enjoy that when it comes out. Maybe next week. I have a crazy weekend. I'm going to CWL this coming weekend. I'm going to be covering Call of Duty here in Fort Worth. It's coming to Dallas. going to be a huge event. Uh, I can't wait. If you're coming in town and you hear this before you come in town, please hit, please, please, please hit me up. I would definitely want to hang out with you. Say hello to you if you're at uh, CWL and, uh, you know, do what I can to always say hello. But I also, the following week, I have some crazy plans. So it's going to be a couple of crazy weeks for me. I know you got some secret plans happening as well. Going to be a couple of crazy weeks for you, but hopefully we'll get it all together and be able to launch that for you guys next week. No promises, but I'm going to do my best, which typically means I'll get it done. But we'll see. Without further ado, make sure you are following us over at the Fortnite Podcast and Monster DeFace at Monster DeFace. Make sure you're doing that. And I've been saying that at the beginning of the show because I want you guys to know if you're looking for content and what's going on around the community, it's the best places to go. Follow Monster, follow follow me, follow the, the podcast. And, uh, you know, we're always commenting, having fun as well. And you can learn a little bit more about us on, on the side as well and who we are. Um, Monster always up there posting pictures of, you know, him and his lady, you know, out there hanging out, kissing, <laughs> all that kind of stuff like that. You know, He's so. lying. <laughs> <laughs> well, and thank you so much if you are listening on Google Play, Spotify, Dash Radio, Pl- Player FM, Stitcher, iTunes, wherever you are. Thank you so much. Sorry about the hiccup. Was it last week that that hiccup happened on the uh, on the whole uh, RSS feed? I think it was last week. I think it was last week. Uh, we had like a hiccup, some like how iTunes messed up the, the feed. I don't know. But it got fixed, so it's, that it's was, good to go. That was, that was a weird one. We apologize for that. You know, things yeah. things happen. Lines get crossed. <laughs> Literally, so, like, it was so odd because if you looked at the podcast on iTunes, it said Fortnite Podcast. But if like you, like, click... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if you click, like, subscribe or unsubscribe, it was, like, unsubscribe or subscribe to the MXM Podcast. I'm like, yeah. some dude... Yeah. Like, I, I, I stealing our subs, man. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get get out of here. Get out of here. Well, without further ado, let's jump into Fortnite talk. This week, uh, if you guys follow the pro scene at all, maybe you just like streamers and content creators. Maybe you don't necessarily follow pro scene, but all that, and you like TSM or something, or you like other teams that are going on. I'm sure you've heard about the drama that's happening, right? Uh, I think Monster, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell Monster, he needs to do like a Fortnite drama alert right on his YouTube channel. You can cover, cover all the drama over there. Dude. Uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it, a lot of drama's happening. Uh, and before we dive into like one particular person or what what exactly has happened to this point, like why is this happening, Monster? Why all of a sudden have we seen an influx of drama per se, things people shouldn't be doing that they get caught doing? Is it just a matter of it's run its course now, so finally time has come and it's reared no. its head, or is it like people I, I getting feel, careless? Yeah, I feel like just like you you would think the last one would be the last one. But it just <laughs> never ends. Whether whether it's you know someone doing something crazy in a tournament or right, you know some some pro stream sniping a pro yeah. while live on Twitch and like getting caught doing that. And and now, do, do you want to jump into this next segment? Like, I I don't I don't understand. You, yeah. you would think people would learn from other people. I and my mom always would tell me the things that my older brothers did in hopes that I wouldn't follow in their footsteps and, and do, do those things 
People on Twitter obviously don't take that rule to heart because something happens and they just like, hey, that looks like a horrible place to go. Let's do that, too. Right. Like it's it's bad. Now, given I I get that in some of these circumstances we're going to talk about, we don't know all the facts. We don't know the full stories. And I'm not here to accuse anyone or say this person did this for sure or whatever. I'm just here to bring you the Fortnite news that we love to bring you. And this is part of it. Uh, and this past couple weeks, there's something, been something that happened with TSM Cowboy. Basically, long and short of it, and correct me if I have any of my facts wrong here, Monster, but he, he messages somebody on Twitter. Um, it's proclaimed to be a younger girl. And I say younger, I mean like 16 plus. Uh, I think she is 16 is actually what they said. And it wasn't like a like a bad tweet or a bad DM necessarily or anything. It just said basically, hey, you're looking good. And I don't know what all led from that. I don't know if there's any other messages that, you know, really came out to be. But she sent a copy of the message to a girl that is not 16, that's over age. She's over the legal age of 18. I think she's actually 21. She's a, a mid-tier streamer, I would say. And she's having a drinking stream. She sees the the message from her friend that is received this message from TSM Cowboy and ends up saying, oh my gosh, can you believe this? Can you believe if you're married and messaging? Come to find out, I don't believe he's married from what he said. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know all the sides of the story. I will say that without quick or without a, an in-depth review from a long time standpoint, meaning it didn't take them long to react to this, TSM let him go. Um, almost... Yeah, almost yeah. the next day, basically. Uh, that happened on March 6th that they let him go. Cowboy ended up coming back out and saying, hey guys, please don't believe everything you read on the internet. I am not married. So that was one fact that I was like, ooh, okay. So I don't know if the situation's not good either way, but it's definitely mm. better that he's not married. But I think yeah. we can agree on that, right? <laughs> so he's not. he said, I'm not married and I have hired a lawyer to clear my name. I am not allowed to talk about anything, but... I am not a pedophile. A um, lot of topics that can be covered from that statement. But mm-hmm. break it down for me. Is there anything I'm missing in that storyline? Uh, I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, and, and this is just on the other side of the, you know, things. If someone messages someone in, co- like, in, in, you know, confidential, right? Confidentially for, like, trust issues. That person still shouldn't just go in blurted out to the world uh because the way it was revealed like one person messaged one person you know in secret for right. maybe guidance help or uh some kind of advice and then that quickly spiraled out so all i wanted to put is my extra two cents just on the other side like that wasn't even cool from that female's uh yeah and we don't know to just, and then just see whatever was at the top of her mind um, I just felt like it was, it was handled all so recklessly. And that's why Cowboy is getting all this pressure and attention, um, all this negative attention. Because and, and tell me if there's, if like, there's been uh, uncovering on this, but from what I understand, the girl that actually received the message has her, she hasn't been leaked. Like who she is hasn't been leaked at all. No, um, I, I, no, I think that's been a secret, which, which is good too. Yeah, they, they, they've kept her pretty safe. I know there's word that like TSM did actually talk to the girls that were involved mm-hmm. and that kind of thing happened. I don't know that as not 100%. This is just word through the grapevine that we hear. I, 
I do think I agree with you, right? And and just so we're clear, no one is saying that be, no one is saying the message that he sent to her should have been kept quiet and never spoken about and the 16-year-old should have never said anything. That is not what me and Monster are saying by any means, okay? Just so we're clear there. I don't want people to perceive like Monster <laughs> saying, you know, oh, that's not cool that they shared it with. Oh, she should have just never said anything. No, <laughs> that is the opposite, I think, of how we both believe in that if if that if this is a situation where a older man ever messaged an underage girl or was trying to do anything with an underage girl should definitely be reported okay we'll stand on that together for sure 100% but i do agree with you on the on the way it was on the way it was laid out right and i think if we're if we're honest with each other and probably with the people that were involved the people the girls that that the girl especially the girl that came out and said something about it she probably didn't think it was going to blow up big either, as big as oh, this. No. Like, I it think been so much worse for her too, right? There could have been yeah. a lot of public shaming involved had it just gone even slightly a different way, right? If her identity was revealed or something like that. And that's what I mean by like the way it was shared so yeah. publicly and just raw and like, like literally nonchalant. Right off the phone yeah, it turned the phone around and like blamed it in her camera and like showed all the detail. Like it, it was. It was pretty like, yikes, dude. Like, whoa, what is happening right now? Um, so just a crazy situation in general, for sure. Do you think as a pro player in esports, we're going to see the same thing we see in the NFL and everywhere else, where some of these guys get a platform and they just don't know how to control it. They don't, yeah, or, I mean, or, or they just don't understand that every action now is measured to a 10th degree that it used to be. Yeah. I think, I think content creators uh, underestimate their influence and don't realize how much of a figure and how much public eye you have on yourself at all times, just because right. you know, your tweet doesn't get a, you know, 3000 hits when you post it, right? Like 3000 likes, you look at how many people impressions, like 3000 3, people put their eyeball on it. Maybe 20 decided to heart it, but like you're talking big influence. Right. It gets even bigger, you know, the more following you have. And I mean, people like Keemstar literally make a living on other people's mistakes. Right. So uh, if you guys haven't figured it out already, once you get yourself a little following, dude, you got to be careful. Yeah. Yeah. And I think especially if you're on a tier, tier one org like oh, TSM. Yeah. And that's Anyone. what I mean by like you're following. You, you are literally amplified, right? You're you're no you're no longer a normal content creator. Like there's so much more behind you. So it's not. It's also uh, if we all remember the the thing that happened with Doctor Disrespect a couple years ago, right? Um, and that and that happens. He comes out and you know obviously very blatant comes out and tells everybody about his personal life, which he didn't have to do, but he did. Um. And, you know, whatever, whatever the intent was, whatever the reasons were, whatever ended up happening there, you know, he wasn't like with an org. So he was representing himself mainly. Mm -hmm. Now, the thing that he he is different in the fact of he has sponsorships with certain companies that he is viewed as a representative, right, for them or a spokesperson mm -hmm. for that for that group. Um, and I was glad they didn't do the whole Tiger Woods thing where they basically pulled everything from him. They gave him a moment to figure out his life and his situation. Um, but because like, remember, remember when Tiger Woods did it? Like Nike's Nike literally threatened to take away his stuff. All these other people backed out, you know, uh, yeah. like it was absolutely insane when that went down. So I think it's really important that 
whether you think you're that big or not, because let's be honest, in the world of Fortnite, Cowboy isn't the biggest name, right? And so for him to be under this radar, imagine if this was someone like Myth, right? Or somebody else of even a higher profile, how much more it would have like been blown and just written news on everything else. So I just, I, I, I mean... Is there any guidance because our industry is so young that needs to be given from these teams and from, you know, other people to say, hey, like we need to when we when we sign a guy, we need to have a very strict talk with them. Like like mom and dad. I think, OK, I mom, think, I think it's funny that you bring that up because I can bring up two different experiences with two different orgs where behind the scenes, you know, I, I'm not going to say they, they sought to me for guidance, but. Um, while hanging out naturally you know i'm a talkative person i like to share my experiences and right. i i try to uh you know enlighten my 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 peers um, right you know regardless of size so um I'll, I'll pull on two team names ghost and envy team envy two respectable organizations with you know heavy influence in the Fortnite scene young content creators hanging out with you know both of these orgs and in, in different you know uh, environments still it came down to the the leadership on ghost the leadership on team envy they both had something in common and it was the the leaders on those orgs try their best to not only support the content creator you know to push in and make content and be the best player but outside like lifestyle changes to right. you know carry themselves better and and you know just simple things like exercise or you know just just being more vocal and and you know, having a good stance on social media, you know, just showing face and, and teaching values because a lot of these guys are, are kids or, you know, just on the brink of 18, 19. If you reflect on yourself or anyone older here, you know the difference between like your, your 25-year-old self and your 19-year-old or 18-year-old self. You thought at 18, you might have been, a, you know, a grown man, but now, you know, you, you just learn right. as, you know, time goes on. Um, but I, I feel like the the orgs, some orgs in, try their best to instill these values in their players. And, uh, you know, you know, thankfully, and knock on wood, those orgs haven't had any hiccups or anything like that. But I guess it, it also comes down to leadership. Sometimes it's, these kids need guidance, you know? You know, like if, if you've ever had like um, worked for like a mom and pop place or a smaller company, you your direct communication with higher ups at that company are more, more common. Right than it yeah. would be at a at a large corporation, and that and, makes sense too. Yeah, and, and so for me, I think it's sometimes easier for the smaller orgs to manage the players and have those relationships, and then have those deep, deep and difficult conversations that are like, "Hey, look, I know we told you, you know, just like we all know, we already know, don't drink and drive, right? But when you're 18 yeah. or tw- when you turn 21, your parents call you and say, "Hey, remember, don't drink and drive, right? Like that thing's happening. I don't know how much." Because our space is so new and esports is growing so fast, right? Like almost too fast in some areas. Uh, that I don't know if if the player side, the development side from young adults is being invested at every org. And so I think it's really important, like as as this uh, scene grows and as you know, esports as a whole grows, and we get these young people. We're seeing younger people come in now, right? With uh, with Fortnite. Uh, have given the opportunity here at worlds to win money and do things we were talking about before the show like 
could literally, it's going to be life-changing for some young kids out there that aren't even 16 yet. Um, but I think it's really important to be able to say like, hey, look, these are things that are going to happen. Here's temptations that occur. Here's things that are going to be in front of your face because you are not who you are. And although you think you might be able to handle it, make sure you, you take the extra time to step back and do so. And I think at smaller orgs or orgs that are, are really um, shining in one scene with those type of players, for instance, and I'm not, I'm not saying this is uh, the case, but like, for instance, with Ghost, Ghost is getting really, really big inside of the Fortnite universe. Although they have teams across the pla- multiple, pla- uh, multiple games, they're really big inside of Fortnite. So it might be easier for the higher ups at Ghost to be able to spend more time with the people that are having the most success versus maybe a team that's, you know, uh, not, not so popular right now or not doing so good in another scene. And so I, I don't know. I, I, I hope that they're giving some I think, guidance I think to as, these young guys. Yeah. I was just going to say, I think as just as, you know, time goes on and the scene develops, um, these, you know, orgs are going to like slowly start to realize that, you know, these are not just good players. These are still, you know, growing people. and. Uh, guidance and and helping these kids find their lifestyle and you know find their voice with their power you know and and helping them just mature is going to become just bigger and bigger uh because quite honestly i i I feel like some people are some orgs are too big to fail in a way uh you 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 get signed because you're popular whatever and then there's like oh we got one right cha-ching checkbook move on but then you forget like you're amplifying their voice and their power Right. Who is this person really? Or, you know, this person might need a better eye on because they're not as mature or they're not old enough to really understand, you know, their, their position of power. Um, and, and the scene's so small, it, it's going to grow. And I think the orgs are going to learn hard lessons too, based off of who they pick up, because a lot of these things can really just be stains indefinitely on their track record. Um, and that's yeah. why orgs are quick to drop people because they're like whoa we don't want to be a part of that well these are the measures now in the future they're going to have to start cleaning that up yeah i, I mean there's so many topics you could go off of that yeah, right like in a hundred different ways but yeah you, you just, i mean from from the ability of like how social media has taken our world right and and the availability that each player is now compared to you know back in like the old call of duty days and, and halo days of like, you know, their exposure wasn't near as high as it is now. I mean, you got, you know, ninjas showing up on ESPN's cover, you know what I mean? So being associated with a brand or a name or you as an individual, um, there's a lot to be managed there. Um, and, and especially from, I think a young player base as well. Uh, and not to, not to highlight just cowboy. I mean, you spoke, you spoke about, you know, orgs have to be careful who they acquire. FlyQuest this week. Why don't you go ahead and break down the whole FlyQuest and and also the Tinny thing? Yeah, so Tinny from FlyQuest, an, another you know pro player who had respect in the community. Uh, just accusations. Uh, his girlfriend comes out and makes a super long thread about the abuse and you know relationship issues and the problem she was having with this player and and FlyQuest took a different approach we talk about how some orgs are quick to drop and just release and and disattach themselves uh FlyQuest publicly announced something along the lines of hey we're not jumping to any conclusions we want to thoroughly investigate this and then make a proper decision but they also said of course we will not stand behind you know can't tolerate any kind of abusive 
relationship or any of that kind of stuff. But these these are like, you know, kind of heart-wrenching stories of these competitive players or just people in general, right? That are doing the wrong things. And it's even worse because again, they're in the spotlight. They have a platform, they have a fan base, people that look up to them, right? And and it's crazy. Yeah. It, it, the that- examples. Well, my heart goes out to who any any girl that's mistreated or any person right. in any type of abusive situation, right? If you're in an abusive situation, do not keep it quiet until you have to tell somebody like on Twitter, right? Go tell yeah. somebody as soon as it happens. That's all I'll say about that. Like, do not let abuse happen to you in any form or fashion, verbally, physically. Do not take it. And if you're and if somebody in the scene is doing that and you guys know about it, don't hide it. It doesn't help anybody, right? I mean. And for instance, like I said, I don't, I don't know Tinnies and I don't know Cowboys exact situations. I don't know all of what happened. I'm not here to, you know, me and Monster aren't here to throw out judgment on any of anybody. We're just saying like, man, you got to be careful. Watch yourself as a player. Watch yourself as, and you, you might think, oh, it doesn't matter to me. I only have a hundred followers on Twitter. Like, well, at the end of the day, it could be the simplest thing. And you could have all of a sudden a million retweets on some dumb action that you took you know what i mean so you got to be careful at all times speaking of things you got to be careful about obviously epic has to be careful about what dances they put in fortnite at least we (laughs) thought and now they don't have to be that careful because you can't really uh uh what is it copyright a dance i mean i think think the, the whole thing is you can't so you can't copyright a part of a dance because the, the way the copyright works is it's only illegal if you take a full, uh, the full choreography, like the full right. dance. So I think it's like three or more steps. It's so weird, but yeah. basically you can't, you can't be mad at Epic if they take something. And so, make it- so, yeah, for all you, uh, all you, you know, nineties kids out there and eighties kids that grew up watching Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the old Carlton dance no longer uh, under lawsuit. So basically, Alfonso drops the lawsuit against Fortnite over the Carlton dance with the headlines reign. Uh, Alfonso, best known for his role in the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air as Carlton Banks, has dropped his lawsuit against Epic over the Carlton dance in December 2018. Uh, he basically decided he was going to file this lawsuit. Um, the emote for Fresh, if you guys are aware with Fresh, it's been around. Probably one of the original... I think it actually was the first or the second um dance dance yeah 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 dance dance that was actually added to the game and i want to say as far as uh it was the first legendary no purple's epic so yeah yeah it was it was a first epic dance that they or second epic dance they actually released which was really crazy um and it it does have like the carlton persuade like first like two steps to it but then the, the other part of it the other part of it ain't ain't Carlton didn't ever do that on Fresh Prince, bro. He, didn't, <laughs> he he never did that. What's really crazy though is if you fast forward to uh, uh, February 2019, and the U.S. Uh, Copyright Office says that his dance can't be copyrighted. It says uh, they punched a, major holes in his lawsuit and have caused possibly uh, have possibly set the precedent going forward for everyone else filing lawsuits over emotes in Fortnite. You know, like what we heard about like, Orange Justice Kid, right? His mom suing Epic as well. Like, 
you know he entered a free contest, right? Like he did the hashtag on the free contest. And- <laughs> he gave permission when he yeah. entered into the. <laughs> uh, so, hey, you know what? Where there's a lot of money, people want some. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. If whoever out there wins, you know, the worlds and needs somebody to help them advise their money spending for a small price, I'm more than happy to be there for you. I'm more than happy. I'm all, I'm, I'm always looking for opportunities. Your best interest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a skin leaked this week, and in the best interest of all the people that got it, Epic let them keep it. They That's let cool. them keep it. So, long story short, if you didn't know, uh, there's a little story that came out uh, for a, a quick moment. I'm I'm gonna try to pronounce this. I'm guessing this is it. I'm gonna say. I guess it's gonna be the Iconics skin. Is is that is that how you would say that monster? Yeah, uh, iconic. It's about I, a little funny, but yeah, iconic. Yeah. Iconic skin uh, was an outfit that is exclusive cosmetic for players who purchase the S10, the Samsung S10, as part of their their Fortnite cl- collaboration. But the outfit actually got leaked for a small period of time, and Epic ended up coming out and basically saying, "If you got it, you get to keep it," and that's how it goes. Uh, Mooney had a message on there. He said, Hey, I'll update here. There was an issue with how we set up the outfit pack within the mobile launcher, causing it to appear for free in the store during the time limited period. If you claimed it, you keep it. So, Hey man, I mean, that's going to be mobile players winning, man. Is that going to be not like (laughs) one of the most exclusive skins ever though? Now, like, yeah, people are gonna love it. Like I, I can't. I, I mean, we've seen a couple of the Galaxy skins come over like to other platforms. I've seen it show up on PC. I've seen it show up on PS4. They are cool. They are pretty cool skins. And this actually is a pretty dope skin as well. Um, I, I, I really like it. What do you think about it? You like it? You wish you would have got I, it? I mean, yeah, dude. I like the way it looks, but also. I feel scammed a little bit because remember when, <laughs> when no, I'm talking no, I'm talking about Fortnite partnered with Nvidia and they were uh-huh. still making people buy like the 1070 graphics card or 1060 for yeah. an exclusive Nvidia skin and then they released it in the shop for like 20 bucks. Yeah. So oh man, I feel so scammed because people went out of their way to buy like a six hundred dollar graphics card for a skin that they released in the game. So I don't know how I feel anymore about these quote unquote deals and collaborate like collaborative skins. If they're going to come in the store, like why would I buy a whole phone for the cool skin? Is it going to come in a store? It's not going to come in a store. Well, we're, we are, I don't think we're ever going to see the galaxy skin. Are we? I don't know. Says who? Once they're done selling them, then it comes in the shop. Everyone's going to buy it. Maybe and then whoever bought the Samsung or the Galaxy, right? They're going to be like, what? So that's how I feel about the NVIDIA because so, I went yeah. out of my way to get the NVIDIA. Let's code. talk about this. So not, not to be, uh, not to be too, I mean, obviously, yeah, you're right. I think you're right. I think you're right about this in the fact that Epic is smart enough to know that in a year or two, whatever their contract is, they have to do with Samsung to give the promotion some credibility that they can literally say, Hey, for two years, that skin is for free. But after two years, they just roll that exactly. money. Roll they it out. Rolling them out. 
So I don't know, man. I just wanted to touch on that with the whole like because oh, now because now because we keep seeing this yeah. like, thing, these collaborative skins, and it's it's not like the football collaboration or the soccer collaborations where they're just in the game and you can pick them up there. No, th- these guys are like kind of asking you to hey, go buy the special European PlayStation to get the European PlayStation bomber suit. And <laughs> yeah, then they I remember say, that. oh, you know what? Forget that. We're going to make a smaller package. Get, so, just get the controller and there's a code on that. It's like, do, you, do you not like them at all? Do you not like these exclusive skins? You just rather all skins be dropped in the... Yeah, I don't like them. It's too pricey for the cool <laughs> skin. <laughs> I I like the idea of it if it was really club exclusive. It's like what we've said yeah. about OG skins that we had, right? Like I wish some of the OG, not just because I had them, but other people that other have like Renegade Raider. I didn't pick it up. I picked up the pickaxe. I don't know why I didn't get it that season. Don't ask me. It was like 30 bucks if I remember correctly, actually, for season one for Renegade Raider. less it, than that, to be honest. It was really <laughs> close to 30 bucks. That's all I know. But I picked up the pickaxe that season because you had to get the level 30 in order to be able to purchase it. Mm-hmm. But, but that's cool to me. Like, I never want to see that skin again. I don't think we will. Hopefully we don't. But I think if you did show it again, it takes away, like, that, you know, that, that moment that that person that grinded at, you know, season yep. zero for, that, for, that, for level 30 and bought Renegade Raider and supported you at that time as, as Epic. It's tough for me to say like, okay, that's okay. Just sell it to somebody else any other time. You know what I mean? I mean, the the way I felt was like, so like the Skull Trooper is a good example of so many people wanted it that they knew like, all right, we got to bring it back to like shut these guys up and just cater to the community, right? But like, I think it should have been the white fit. The original should have been the OG. And then they should have made the white fit have the glowing eyes. Then the purple and the green be the public one. But instead, they like gave everyone the original, and then gave the OGs an old, like an alternative color. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, if they ever do bring back the Renegade, have you seen like the leaked ice version of the Renegade? Yeah, which it was like a fan art, but it looks so cool, right? If they bring it back, like sell the ice version, leave the OG, so that people feel like it's OG yep. instead of the opposite way. So I don't care about them bringing it back. Speak, but if you speaking are, of a original ones would look cool just to be original no i agree speak of fan art though and all the skins do you do you do you ever like think man epic should just start taking some of these ideas from the fans i would love to see them run like a community event where they're like draw the best skins possible and then the in the community votes on it you know think about like that's one thing in fortnite that i think any other game apex all this other stuff will never be able to grab right is the fact of it's such a crazy universe. It's so fun. And the way it's opened up allows it to have a banana <laughs> outfit, right? Like these are <laughs> yeah, things you literally. can do in Fortnite. You cannot, you, you can't go put a banana outfit in PUBG. It just wouldn't work, right? Well, to, to touch on that, the fun part about that is they actually, you remember the chicken outfit? Yeah. I was like drawn by, I think a kid and posted on Reddit. Really? Yeah, the Jeez, full concept, like the, the 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 chicken glider flapping and then like, oh, chicken man in the suit, like the whole thing. There's like a, a, a weird, you know, like kid drawn sketch. Like, huh. hey, here's my idea with a chicken whisk and the, and well, the, and the, the, the flappers. And then like it came to the game. Well, if you remember before we got Haunted Hills, that actually was a concept on Reddit as well about so having. I feel, I feel like they've been. They've done that uh, a lot, but we haven't seen it in a while. Life, right? But yeah, I would love them to run a contest, though. Because, An official like, one. Yeah. My, like my son... 
the Superman trailer. They let people yep. like make trailers and, and submit. And yeah, yeah, yeah. What else? What else was that that we voted on as a community at one point? There was something else we did. But I, you know, that's one thing I loved about Summer Skirmish last year. Like the during the week, the community events that happened, that was really cool. And I really hope they bring that back this summer. That was I, a lot of fun, dude. It was, a, it was so fun. Like, like the different teams, I, I have the flag still here in my room, right? From uh, dude, like I got, I got to build the Eiffel Tower Morgasi. Like I never would have thought me and him would be in playground trying to <laughs> yeah, yeah. build an Eiffel Tower, like as one of the you know troll challenges. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and that was that was so. I, I think voting on skins would be such a cool thing. I know that, like, especially the, you know, like I said, the younger kids, my son would love to be like, no, I want that skin. Look at that skin, dad. It's awesome, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Vote for that one. So I, I think that would be cool. Um, the other thing that I think would be cool would be respawning in Fortnite. Now, Ooh. I think it's cool, but my question is, Monster, do you think respawning in Fortnite actually has its thing? It's been a lot of leaked, been some things leaked, and it hasn't been this past week. This was previous. We didn't get to talk about it in the past couple weeks, so I'm going to bring it up now. Basically, you know, after Apex came out, they did an AMA um, on Reddit. Fortnite did. And mm -hmm. in the AMA, they said they, they were looking at a respawn feature, right? Something, something to bring your team back, per, per se. There's been mm -hmm. leaks saying that this van, this respawn van, which if you play the campaign at all inside or, or save the world at all inside of Fortnite, you know that there's these vans are very important to the campaign. There's certain things you do with them, saving them the the you know information comes to them whatever right all that happens uh inside of save the world this van is now moving its way over to br according to what the leaks are saying and this is a place where you can actually go and revive your teammate here how do you feel about this in Fortnite number one and then number two is this something that we will see in the pro scene oh yes so i i'm totally pro giving uh you know, players a second shot in the same match like th that is just pretty op like i love it and and, and uh well we've seen it in like 50 versus 50 and that's what i'm saying like and that's why people love playing those game modes because you get another shot of redemption and or just continue to play your, your your game out so there's there's nothing better than like clutching up a situation for like when your boy goes down and you like clutch that 2v1 you get the save off or, or maybe you don't get the save off, but you get that satisfaction like, hey, our team won that battle. What sucks is when you don't have your teammate. Now, it would feel even better if right after you clutch up, you can be like, dude, I'm bringing you back right now. Don't even worry about it. And then your teammate can actually come back. Like, come on. There's, I don't think there's no world in Fortnite or in any game period where you don't say, hey, what? I can come back, dude? Yes, right. let's do it, right? So respawning or you know, just some kind of you know, redemption feature to come back. I'm down for it, dude. I'm down for it. I, I don't even care if you just pop a rift in the air and he just comes flying down. <laughs> like, I don't care. Bring, bring a respawn feature back for sure. For sure. I, I agree with you. Um, I think it adds so much to apex. I think it adds, uh, I think they've done, they, they showed that it does done a really good job. We saw something similar like this in call of duty, uh, down, but not out was a game mode that played out in call of duty for a little bit that we saw that. Um, it happened very similar. You know, Apex is a little different in that there's another fight going on as well, and that is that respawn locations can only be used one time inside of Apex. So if I go, if if we're in a team of four, if we're in a squad, like say in Fortnite, 
And I, because obviously Apex doesn't have four. I for, just wanted to clarify that for everybody out there. I know Apex doesn't have four players. Okay. I'm talking in, in Fortnite. So if you're in Fortnite and you had, per se, this was the same thing. If you went down and I go down and somebody goes to raise us, um, if they don't have both of our, uh, if they don't have both of our respawn beacons, it was what I, I don't Apex think, I it. think Fortnite shouldn't even do that. It should be like a resource fee. And you pay Ooh. to bring your, your yeah because you've, I Fortnite's like an economy yeah I like Fortnite's that. an economy so if you don't have the like the the, the five hundred or the four the three fifty let's say well you can't bring them back so you don't have and and this makes it so that it's zone worthy too right because like in certain zones dude it's like dude I can't bring you back if I pay four hundred now like it's over like what am okay. I gonna, where are we gonna farm this is this you is know what I'm saying? We're, we're going to go, oh, we're, we're going to crazy with this. Let, let, <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. So what if, as you already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so let's, let's think about this. What if, and Epic, I hope you're listening. I hope somebody's listening to this. We're going to have some good ideas come out of this brainstorming section right here. <laughs> so what if, what if, for instance, you had to deposit wood and a weapon in there, just say just whatever the, they come out with. But the reason why you deposit, it's not only to bring back your team. But that's what also is given to your teammate when he's respond. Ooh. So if so if you, you have to, him yeah, if you, him. so that way, so that way when he does respond, you can, you know, essentially, like you said, you wipe the other team, you, you pick up their loot, whatever you go to respawn him. You're, you're going to have more mats because you wiped out some other people. You're going to have some more ammo. You're going to have more guns, whatever that you can choose from. So in this case, if you if it said, "Hey, you have to you know deposit eight hundred resources or four hundred resources or whatever, two hundred resources, and you know any weapon, you know, then you deposit those in. He comes out and he has now he has resources and a weapon. So if you have to rotate real quick or something, at least he gives him something. What do you think? I I, I love. I mean, I think so. I hope it's resource surrounded because it makes it strategic and yep. even if you make it so that like oh in very early game it's cheaper because we understand it's early game just do it and he comes out then late game it's like well it's going to cost you way more because you're late game so it's even more of a costly investment yeah and there's a risk risk reward yeah and and if you take it as far as like arming them when as you load them in i mean that'd be cool too because then it changes the way you hold weapons like now you as a survivor say hey i gotta drop this sniper because when I go to review, like you need a shotgun, like that's what I'm going to bring you back with. So Ooh. now you have two shotguns in your inventory and you're trying to make it to that van or that portal or whatever it's going to be. And you're going to load them up and bring them back. It's yeah. going to come in with what you arm them with. Um, so I don't know, man, I think I, I like it. I think it's going to be sick. Be I can't dope, wait. Bro. Like the next big patch, I think is going to have it. I don't know <sighs> if it will get here before worlds though. What do you think? Maybe dude, maybe. I, I, I it do think the game, I, I, but it doesn't change the game in a way that it's like, oh man, this is a game changer. And you know how are you gonna drop this crazy pass yeah. before while we're competing? Like, if anything, this is like a quality of life feature that's like a bonus given to the world, which I think <laughs> it just enhances the game. It's kind of like the ping system. It straight up enhances the game. It doesn't break the game at all. It just makes your you know. Whether back. whether it's true or not, I think it puts this little idea in the back of people's head. Like, I'm going to take this engagement because if I don't take it, you know, I'm I'm losing number one. Especially if I'm points for kills, for instance. Talking about pro scene, right? Mm. I I I, I want to take this engagement. I might not have the best setup. I might not have what I want, but I do know at least if I don't take if if we don't win, 
then I have a chance to get rezzed. I think that plays in your mind a little bit and it can cause a better experience for the viewer because people are willing to risk things because of the reward and the, and the forgiveness ability that's there inside the game. I mean, it can, it can even be something along the lines of you're a solo, you spot a solo in, and you're in a duo format and you're like, dude, if I 50, 50, one V one, this guy right now, and I drop him, his resources we can use to get you back. And I have a whole loadout when I drop them for you. Yeah. Right. So, so I don't know, man, I think you can chop it up a hundred, like a ton of different ways. And, and the respawn would just be sick in Fortnite, no matter, not no matter how they do. I take that back. <laughs> do it. I, I, so I think it's a feature. I think it's a feature we're going to see in all BRs probably moving forward in most BRs. I, I think it's it makes not, sense. Be, and it, especially in a team aspect, nobody wants to sit there. Number one, yeah. From, from playing nobody wants to sit there and just watch somebody play the game when there's yeah, an ability to from backing out like you said too you know 100 percent more reason to like sit there and help my teammate get the next win the next fight to bring me back like yeah it, it's dope yeah i i, de- I definitely agree 100 i think it is a great idea and i can't wait for it to show up in fortnite i might i might actually i might actually play even more fortnite if i could do that if i could respawn <laughs> Might even, be, might even, might even enjoy it even more, uh, which yeah. I don't even know if that's possible. But I, but I, but I'll do my best to try. One thing that's definitely not possible is you cannot dance on lava. I don't know if you know this, but dancing on lava would burn you to death. You would die. And in Fortnite, you obviously can dance oh. on lava without <laughs> getting hurt. So I mean, yeah. Look, uh, this week a little something came out about uh, an exploit uh, doing the conga on the lava did not damage the players uh first off i love that the fact that the conga is in the game now can we just say that like everybody together in line doing the conga yeah i love it i don't know if you know this but in destiny they have some emotes that uh if you go up to your friend say for instance and you want to do a high five emote it will automatically make your your buddy's character do the high five emote with you if they accept Uh-oh. it right they yeah. have, so Imagine if they started putting those into Fortnite. So like if you're doing the conga, I can come up behind you and sync. If I own the dance, I can just hit like square to sync dance with you. And then I follow you around doing the conga like that. I don't know. I I know this has absolutely nothing to do with gameplay, but those things are so fun to see and fun to have. Um, You know, and, and it would be even better if like all of a sudden, you know, they're in the middle of a fight and all of a sudden, you know, Tim, the tap man goes ahead and, you know, does the conga with, with Dr. Lupa why ninja's dying. Like that would be great content, right? That's that'd be funny. Now now that I think about it though, the, the conga dance is the only one in the game that you can actually move forward while keeping the you know, yeah. like you're in motion and you're dancing. All the yep. other ones will cancel. Yep. So that's why the leak I'm guessing too, that's probably what something that they didn't test that. Lava does lava we're hurt so you. Creative, right. <laughs> We I mean, thought of that. Like, hey, really, you know, I can walk and dance. Can I just like dance and walk and then get set on fire? Let's try it. And I mean, then, not that there's really any real purpose to it, right? Like, no, I there isn't. But it's just hilarious that people come up with the the wildest things. <laughs> it's, it's not pay to win, people. Remember whenever we had the la- the dance where you lay down, like you do the flip and lay down, and people were doing it in the bathtubs. Oh well, there was there was a glitch too back in the day. You could do the worm, yeah, in the water, and aim, and 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 aim down sight though with your sniper scope. So you you could not be seen, but you're aiming what you're dude. There, pay to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. people <laughs> oh, were saying. Yeah, yeah for, I remember all the pay to win Fortnite's pay to win whenever people could do that in yeah, the yeah. lake. Oh, uh, yeah. 
R.I.P. Loot Lake, man. Those are the good days. Right. The good days. Uh, well, I mean, that, that's all the big news that's happening around. We do have a big patch. Uh, so let's go ahead and talk about that. The, the patch that came out this week was version 8.01. Um, and we had the treasure map that talked about, which, by the way, as the season goes on, I think I get more. This is one season where I'm getting more excited as the season's moving forward. Mm-hmm. Then before, when I was always super excited when the season hit and it hit, and then I was like, oh, okay, and then over time it died out. I'm kind of on the opposite trend this time because, like, when the X marks the spot, and we started finding out like you could go find treasure chests with the X's and pull those up out of the ground, right? And just, I, I just some cool ideas. So I'm, I'm glad to see that. And then we get the gauntlet announcement. Um, and you know, obviously they they they're testing out a rank system. There's talks about that. So, but let's slow down. Let's let's go here first. Treasure map. Treasure map's popping out. Pretty excited about this. For you as a streamer, what do items like this do for you? Oh, treasure map is OP, man. It gives you a little bit of, I guess, lore in the game, right? It gives yep. you a sense of uh, direction or an, another ag- objective, right, to actually want to kind of work for. Um, and then you get paid out. You know you're about to get a chug jug. You're going to get yep. a gold pump P90, a, a heavy AR, right? Like, dude, it, I love the treasure map. I, I thought it was pretty genius. I love the way it works in the game too. Like you just kind of pull it up and it, you know, the way it, it, it leads you, it's not overwhelming. Right. Um, treasure map is dope, man. What about the fact that they, they vaulted bottle rockets? And the reason why I, I usually don't care that much about stuff being vaulted, but the thing that interests me about this is we just started seeing them. I feel like getting used a lot more. It took time for that, for that thing to really implement itself into playing into people, how people wanted to use it. And um, I think it's a great counter like build item. We don't have a lot of yeah. counter build items per se. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually surprised they put bottle rockets away before the infantry rifle. I found bottle rockets to be relatively useful. They weren't like a damage item, right? You know, but like you said, like in the form of utility to kind of just plant it and then break down a player that's ramp rushing you or, you know, just kind of make certain areas like shut it down. Kind of like the boombox, except not as broken as the boombox. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the boombox is crazy. Yeah, just yeah, put yeah. it and it just starts destroying stuff. Like the uh the mortifier was like the or the bottle rocket. It was similar to that. Like it was like a shutdown tool. Um, I thought it was cool. I didn't think it needed to go so soon. Um maybe neither may- the chillers. Like I like chillers, and they took those out. Yeah, like the true. chiller grenade. I thought the chiller grenades are cool. You could like straight up, you know, use them to rotate down hills, beat the zone, and yep, or just like freeze up your opponent with with a shot. Um, I don't know. Maybe they're gonna. I think they're gonna rework the chiller though, to where you hit someone, and they like actually freeze in place. I think they're probably reworking bottle rockets for the Fourth of July. So just take it out now. Oh, it makes sense. Yeah, to to keep that magic for when the bottle rockets come back. Yeah, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Too. And they'll probably they'll probably be like you know whenever what if what if when they bring them back it's like the national anthem. You know, whenever you throw oh them down, <laughs> like, like so, some some type of music is played. I would love that. That'd be so cool. And Look then we find out the lawsuit, the U.S. versus. Oh, man, that would be absolutely insane. Um, and all right, cool. Well, what about the gauntlet, man? We got the gauntlet. That Dude, I qualified. Tell- you did? So yeah, br- break this solo, down man. for everybody that doesn't know what the gauntlet is or didn't get to participate in it. Why don't you break it down? What is it? What is the gauntlet? Yeah, the gauntlet was just another public competitive tourney for uh, people to kind of jump in on. 
it was the first one that was done with a super wide time frame, so people can play kind of you know at their own leisure and, and different you know points in the day and get your grind on. Um, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure the top five percent of the community that put in the you know grind to uh, to try and rank yourself in a gauntlet made it to the finals, and then in the finals, the rules were changed a little bit. It was the same point format and uh, point earning format, but it was constricted to ten games. So the initial qualifiers were unlimited games. Just put your time in and get your points, whatever average you kind of hit. That's where you were. And then the finals were constricted down to 10 games to get like the cream of the crop. Um, so the gauntlet was pretty awesome. They did a solo and duo at the uh, same time. So I know they said they've been really, tra- they're going to be transparent moving forward of what these events, like what percentage of people will come out of the events, what the events will lead to for future big events. Was there anything in the gauntlet that was for future? That they announced? No. Honestly, I'm not too sure. It was called like test event, which yeah. I'm assuming everyone and Epic is pretty transparent that this is a test event so that you can get your feet wet for what might be leading up to qualifiers for worlds or something along those lines for those other tournaments, those money tournaments. Um, not that this isn't or wasn't taken seriously because players were going in for these points. Yeah. Uh, so it's fact, a good test event, I guess, yeah. <laughs> to see where you stand um, and gives you a taste of what can Yeah, I actually saw Bala tweet out like, hey, make sure you're giving these your best. Although it is a test event, you know, make sure you give it your best because that's how you learn, basically, is what I, from what he was saying, which is a great point, right? Even if even if it's not leading to something big, take it. This, this, is, this is your opportunity to practice, right? Like you don't get these. We know that these come in spurts sometimes and you don't always have them. So make sure you take them. The other thing though, is I did see a lot of people complaining about like, Oh, I've already taken off too much from school. I can't take off enough. <clears throat> Enzo. Right. Yeah. And, and like he wanted to be able to grind, um, and, and provide the opportunity to grind. It's, it was kind of ironic. It's like, y'all guys kind of were mad that you don't have any opportunities to grind, but when you get the opportunity to grind, it's not when you want it to be, you know, like it was, it was was a tough situation. Um, but I, I think that it's a, it's a really cool idea to have a ranked mode and to go on about that. I mean, obviously they're, they're looking for some thoughts on their ranked mode and you know, how it's going to, how they're going to do it. Um, what was your take? Number one, you said you got to play in the gauntlet. What was your take on it? How were the games for you? What was the outcome? Uh, so my first game, I, I'm pretty sure like I won my first game, which I kind of expected. You go into game one with a serious attitude. Right. The uh, player pool that they put you against is very wide. Uh, you're probably just going to get put with you know, normal players. Come game, like after game one, I don't know if it's, if you get a victory, they say, hey, sweat mode. And they throw like, my experience changed completely. Game suddenly got like a lot more serious. The player pool that you were going against, everything just kind of like heightened up real quick. Um, so I managed to pull a second win on game three. I think my second uh, game was like a, almost like an insta death in some way. Uh, I won game three and that like elevated me upwards of like 30 plus points. So really early off the bat, I was like in there against, you know, the upper percentage of players and, that dude, it was just sweaty at that point. So, I mean, if that's you, what people want, do you enjoy it getting that sweaty? Uh, I use it as a, a learning experience in the sense that I kind of like, so like my game knowledge is really good, but my PVP and mechanical skill and in like the confidence to 
fully commit to battle isn't always there sometimes. So I was a lot more hyper aggressive in this format because I use it to start working on other skills that I lack. And since I don't really practice competitive very often, I I need to go against really good players and try to toe to toe these guys to best them to get better. So right. for me, I use this as a time to just get my butt with uh, a lot, <laughs> right? Like, you know I mean? like just really get in there and just fight and do reckless things. Yeah. Is because I have good like game sense for end game and and I know the textbook, uh you know kind of rules and stuff. I mean, you've watched enough. You better know what to do by now. Yeah, Jeez, right. yeah. I, you know, I watch every event, so like you <laughs> know, I'm I'm in it. But yeah, I had, I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. I would go into pubs and try and like warm up a little bit, and then just like go into souls and try to treat it like a pub. Then you quickly realize like these dudes are hitting their shots. So like you know, it, it's it's intense. The environment's a lot more intense. It's good. I don't know what more like players kind of want though. Like people keep saying we need rank and all this. Like what difference would it be? Like it would literally be this, like this right here. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not another playlist. It's an event, right? Or it's, it's something they have on the side. I think what they want is they want a mode that's always there that they don't have to grind for certain periods. But but what I'm saying is all I'm saying is what if there was a, playlist for that for players that want to be serious and take it serious without numbers per se because all you want like for me i was just happy to be like i think people want the number people people want the number because that's what that's what they're grinding for yeah yeah okay that i i I think that's what it is And, and everybody always references halo 3 because halo 3 is one of the best as far as the rank system goes right but like, uh, you know, you want that little star. You want, you want that emblem next to your name to say, I am better than you. <laughs> um, you know, uh, <laughs> but uh, that, that's what it's for. And, you know, I, I, I think for me, it's, it's entertaining to watch these events happen. But I think Fortnite does it really well because what if somebody has, what, what if somebody does grow? Let's just put it that way. Somebody does have a great leap and bound in their skill but they are fighting against this this negative um, maybe uh, a history that they had. It's always going to be harder for that person, right? If you have a continuous rank system all the time. I like how Epic does it with the events per se that are timed because you can have a better standing one after another, right? We know some of these pros that had bad events and then they went back and they played the next event and did way better, right? They got way more points or whatever it was. I, I personally like this from a younger community that continues to grow and the skill gap i feel like keeps distancing distancing like i can't compete now like i used to be able to compete i can't compete at all anymore um and i think that's i know people have said like epic always puts things in to make it look at the end of the day the game is getting harder because people are getting better right overall i think i think apex is going down that route too though and yeah. it's gonna happen with every game like it happened to h1z1 Yep. Where, you know, early on it was like, oh, yay, everyone play, it's fun. And then, like, you go and try and play it now, they they brought it back. It's like, dude, what's left is, like, <laughs> like the top two. They had a big like, update. Like, like, the Z1. It's like yeah, Z, they, they Z1 reverted now. all the way back. So, like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, what's left of, after all this time, what's left is just, like, like sweaty, skilled, somewhat, like, decent players. You know what I mean? There's no noobs left. But you know what? You know what? Um me and you think a lot of like as far as like games and pros and watching it and stuff like that. But one thing that I think we both also share is that we watch our kids play the game and we're like, it can be painful at times, right? To watch them oh, yeah. 
And I'm like, I watched my son. He's like, you know, he goes in and he gets top 10 and he gets beaten and he leaves and he gets second place and then he leaves. And like, I'm, I'm at this point, I'm throwing my controller because I'm pissed, right? Like, I would be just uh, like, uh. I can't win a game. I'm not playing right now. I'm horrible. I can't make my shots today. But my son's like, I don't care if I die every time I play. I'm just getting to play Fortnite. So I think yeah. that's one perspective me and you might have a hard time sometimes seeing is, and a lot of people that probably listen to this podcast, I mean, for instance, shout out to our boy Nick, never won a match in the world, and he still plays this game. I'm telling you right now, Nick, if I never <laughs> if I never won a match, I would not be playing this game anymore. Like, that just ain't going to happen. I mean, that's, uh, I wouldn't do I mean, it. That, that's what the LCMs are for, man. Keeps you yeah. believing. <laughs> I do win some of those. I do win some of those. There you now. Go. But yeah, I, 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 I'm interested to see where they take it. And they did send out, so everybody knows, uh, there was a, a guy that posted on, on the Reddit. And my, I don't know if it's BFLET48 or BFLET48. I'm not sure what he goes by. Well, basically, he posted a uh, an image and he said, I recently received a new survey from Epic asking about the skill-based matchmaking health mats on kills uh, and just to give you a little bit of something so everybody that's listening here uh one of the questions was number 15 it says please agree or provide the following statements about fortnite battle royale and this is the normal like survey where it's like you know strong disagree all the way up to uh you know strongly agree and then you know i'm not sure obviously being an option but thing the things they're asking were like i enjoy the combat in fortnite battle royale epic listens to the feedback of players I enjoy uh, building in, in Fortnite Battle Battle Royale. And, and multiple questions. The The interesting thing here is, uh, you know, being working in the corporate environment, these are typically done, typically these are done by outside sources, sourcing information for Epic or sourcing information for a, a company to gather it all together and be able to say, this is how your people feel about you or this is how your employees feel about you. It's really cool to see this is how your player base feels about you for me. Uh, Cause I always see it in the corporate world, but I never see it like in something we enjoy as a hobby, right? Like, are we really enjoying the game? Of course, most of the people that receive this are probably not hobbyists. They're, they're more, uh, you know, down, down to the nitty gritty, you know, pro player base. But uh, I think it's really good that they, they are putting out and trying to get a feel for, you know, how, how do you feel Epic is actually listening to you? You know, that's a, that's a great yeah, I question. Took, I took a survey on the uh, feedback for custom servers and, you know, you get the whole questions, agree, disagree, and then the segments, like the other, or, you know, put, provide a reason. I, I took it, like, and I don't never take these things, like, very seriously. But, like, when it's epic and, like, I'm like so, a whole essay? Yeah, like, you know, I wrote, you know, a couple sentences, like, actually, like, hey, this is what I liked. And, oh, by the way, this is what I really found hard trying to host a server. If we can try and get this going, for me, I think this is a quality of life improvement that, like, really make my experience better. But like, yeah, I, I did my survey. I'm not gonna lie. I was serious about it. <laughs> yeah, no, you should. You should take them serious because if they're if they're taking the time to put them out there, it's because they want the feedback. Right, right. So anybody that's getting one, take the time and actually do it. They're asking you because they actually want your feedback. Otherwise, they wouldn't be sending you an email just to say, oh, let's just send them an email. Yeah. Getting a chance to shape shape the game that you like to play. I mean, sounds like a win to me. No, sounds definitely a win for that's for sure. Well. Without further ado, let's jump into our last portion of the show. As always, tips and tricks with Monster D Face. You ask, do we have tips? Of course. And do we have tricks? Oh, yes, we do. So listen up. So, new season comes out, lots of new things happening, the gauntlets happening, all this stuff. 
And I think it can be a toll on you as a person or as a content creator, or as a player, no matter what level you're at. Monster, how do you pace yourself to not get burnt out, number one? And what is some advice you can give to people that maybe are getting burnt out or maybe they're not there yet, but hey, fair warning, this could happen. What's your advice there? Uh, the way I've personally paced myself, I think I have a little bit of a... Uh, a cheat system, I guess, because I do have a chat to rely on when I'm playing. So I'm, I'm very social. Uh, so, but when I do find myself like not enjoying, let's say solo play, duo fill is like my favorite thing to go do because just fill in there and try and get yourself, you know, a person with a mic and then just troll around or just ask questions, dude, have fun with it. I have a lot of fun going into duo fill and just meeting people. And it's even cooler when they recognize me or recognize my voice because, you know, Obviously, I'm like a someone in the community, but that also just like keeps it very fresh for me. Just going in there and then just even if they don't know who I am, like I'll straight up like, oh, yeah, who's your favorite pro? Or yeah, do you watch competitive or who's your favorite streamer? And just sparking conversations helps me really enjoy Fortnite. Yeah, no, I I, I think that's a great it's a great suggestion. And I, I've been doing that myself. I actually like doing it in squads too, right? Because there are always people and usually those three guys are talking and I can jump in there and, and figure it out as well. It's just so sweaty now, Monster. It's so sweaty. <laughs> like even the duos I've gotten lately are sweaty. These guys are like, all right, let's go, let's go, let's go. You know, they're, they're, they're making me better, pushing me towards, uh, towards, you know, going ahead and going after the shots. When I hear, I'm like, Hey bro, there's a fight over there. Let's not go. Like, let's go over here. I'm like, Oh, all right. There we go. That's, that's where I'm going. I I mean, the reason why I wanted to ask that question is because for me, I can feel like times and I know that we've gotten some messages from other people that we can feel like at times they're like, man, you know, Fortnite's not as good as it used to be or Fortnite this or Fortnite that. And I think it's because sometimes you get so, you've been doing it so long or your deep dive so deep in that you let it, you know, it was your everything because you really enjoyed it. And now it's your everything and you're not enjoying it. So you got to step back and find that enjoyment again. Um, step take back, go to creative, man. Go make a world or, you know what I mean? There's so much more to do. Uh, or just take a couple days business. off. Like for me, yeah. like sometimes just yeah, taking... Taking time I was off. Saying that, that's the whole thing. It's just like taking a look at the game differently. Like go into replay mode. Go go gawk at how beautiful the map looks in replay mode. Like, you know what I mean? Like sure. I I just enjoy just the game. And uh, there's no other game out there that gives me the same experience, at least in that, you know, fast-paced environment. And that, that's one thing that Fortnite, I just feel like is at the top right now. They're a the king of just action. And sometimes you gotta breathe, man. Don't forget to breathe. <laughs> don't forget to breathe for sure well guys as always thank you guys so much for listening we hope you guys enjoyed the show shoot us a review on itunes leave us a comment on podbean send all your complaints over to monster dface at fortnite podcast at gmail.com tell us what you like and what you dislike about the show uh and if you guys have any suggestions people you want on maybe you're listening to this you're a content creator you want to come on the show definitely definitely hit us up shoot us a dm whatever you want to do uh, we are going to have Bala on. I talked to him this week, so we're going to have Bala on soon. So we're going to get some inside scoop of what Katowice looked like and his growth this year and how he breaks down gameplay as well. Uh, you, you and him, you and him got a lot in common there, Monster. You guys are that's you, my you, homie, man. Got a lot of knowledge of the game, breaking it down, casting and everything. So we'll have him on soon. Uh, I know we are reaching for some other big names as well that uh, that we've been in contact with. So hopefully we'll get all those and and have some more people on here for you guys to enjoy soon and learn about. Uh, as always, Monster, tell everybody where they can find you throughout the week. Yep, you guys can find me at Monster D Face at 
all social medias except for Instagram. It has an underscore on it, but preferably guys on YouTube. I actually just released a really awesome tutorial on how to get zero bloom in Fortnite. So if you guys haven't seen that, it uh, just really is worth a watch. But yeah, guys, thanks for having me again this week and just at Monster Deface. And it is real zero bloom, so everybody knows. Like this is a legit <laughs> thing. Uh, I actually watched that video when you dropped it. Uh, I was like, I saw the, I saw the alert, and I was like, what, what? So like, I, he don't click me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I had to go do that. So, well, guys, as always, make sure you follow us on Twitter at the Fortnite Podcast. Myself, too loud. The number two, L O U D T X, and Monster D Face, M O N S T E R, letter D F A C E. And as always, and until next time, dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales. Mm-hmm.